If you want to save money on your trading card purchases, we have a promo link uh, over at 50cards.shop. Enter the promo code at night to get 5% off your order. Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night, your weekly Vanguard podcast. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rupier. And I'm drunk. And, uh, no, I'm not. I had a bad day. Very good reason to be. Yep, just had a bad day. I'll leave it at that. Um, What are we doing today? So, we were running out of ideas again because we just finished the set review and Festival Collection had interesting stuff, but they're not done revealing it yet. So, Mm -hmm. I just shotgunned a bunch of topics into our chat. Okay. Some Um, of which are stolen from MBT's show Magical Hats. I mean, don't give don't give the ghost away completely. At least pretend we're. I mean, uh, we're not. Ta- I mean, none of the things we're talking about are related to magical hats this week. So the true. topic we decided on was uh, whether or not, like, how do we feel about orders? Uh, we did an episode like this long time ago, like around when orders first came out. I think it might have been around the transition of B to D, but I figured like we'd revisit that topic now. Partially because, like, it's been a while and they actually designed orders this time. They sure uh, did. Yeah, but also, like, it got me thinking because of a different topic idea I had that no decks really play Blitz Orders, do they? Elementary of Sanctitude? Besides that one. And yeah. that's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, aside from Sanctitude, which doesn't no. even affect deck building because it's a Sentinel, but you just replace one of your PGs with it. Uh, yeah, like, the only no other, one... like pe- people played some of the very beginning of D, but after that, no. Yeah, like I think the only deck that plays uh, Blitz Orders right now is Lutetia because you have to. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, because th- at the beginning of D, all the Blitz Orders were guard related. I think they still are. They <laughs> still are definitely. Yeah. Um, so what you're thinking when you're looking at them is 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 this good enough to replace something I could have called to rear guard at some point? And it turns out the answer 99% of the time is no. Mm-mm. And the 1% is my deck literally needs this to function. Mm-hmm. And even for the decks that like don't really have good shield, and you mm-hmm. need that shield, they're like, okay, just play more aggressively. I don't need yeah. to like keep it going. I would rather this, okay, Soul Blast and be a 30k shield, or whatever the thing is, yeah. be something that can hit. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, like that's what got me thinking on this topic is like blitz orders are in a weird place, and then just how do we feel about other types of orders and just like the concept of orders in general now that we're like ten sets into D. Mm-hmm. So. Anybody? Uh, I guess I'll start since I'm oh, the sorry. one who brought. Up... Yeah. Uh, I can start since I brought up this topic. So, like I said. Blitz orders seem like the worst off. You know, I think they have not done very much interesting with blitz orders, and a lot of them end up just saying, you know, plus 15k shield, essentially. Yep. Uh, I think normal orders are in a place where you don't necessarily want to be playing them, because a lot of decks that don't have to don't play them, but they've also done an okay job of making orders that actually matter. The cup! Uh, <laughs> uh, aside, 
aside from things like the cup, even just like the Cray Cross promos, while I hate the fact that they're promos, I like the actual cards themselves. Uh, obviously, like the research order for Eva is insane, but also Brantgate as a whole is one of those nations where they just decided, you know what? Orders are all that you guys do. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's one of those, like, you're playing orders because you have to regardless. I like how they uh, mm -hmm. used orders in uh, Stoikea, even in, uh, even outside of Zorga. Yeah. I think that's been quite nice as well to kind of, like, mm -hmm. tie together, at least, like, vaguely with the orders combined with, like, but with a primary focus on the multi-tacking. I think it's kind of nice that uh, in that way. Mm -hmm. uh, I think uh, Brankgate has been mostly around set orders, which is, you know, also fine. But like, I think I think it's good for design. But it, it, I it, imagine if in Yu-Gi-Oh they're like, "All right, fiend type is only about like continuous spells are all them." That's it. Like, just, just, <laughs> like that's so weird to me. But yeah, mm -hmm. I mean it's just a different game, so you, yeah, it, it, it yeah. doesn't really help to like compare that. But like another another thing too is like we have like orders have seen their fair share of play, even in like decks like Keter Sanctuary. Mm -hmm. uh, lyrical, even outside of decks that primarily play orders, they've played mm -hmm. like you know. There's been some you know, that's revolved yeah. around orders, and some that haven't. Um, it's been it. They've, I think they've done a uh, interesting job, kind of giving decks different things to do with orders. Mm -hmm. uh, whether or not it's been successful every time, well, mm. you know. But I think it's been. I think, and in, in Brankit's case, I think. Or at least in Ava's case, it's been quite powerful. Yeah. Uh, Wellstra is also pretty good. You know, mm -hmm. that's another one. It's true. But Blitz Orders have been a complete miss, I think, for the most part. Mm -hmm. I think they're afraid to cross that threshold of the Blitz Order actually plussing you in some way. Um, and I know that that can be a scary line to cross. Because oh, for sure. I don't like... Imagine if they were like, alright, Eugene gets the most broken... Blitz order of all time, please. Uh, where it, it's like, okay, if you have a vanguard with Eugene in the name, uh, counterblast, like make it a uh, denial griffin, right? Counterblast, retire, an attacking rearguard, or something like that. Yeah, like mm -hmm. the closest Eugene has is I'm just looking at all the orders right now and I'm just finding ones that I didn't know exist. But Eugene has one that, like, it gets 10k for the battle and then you can retire something that boosted close i guess but it kills something what do you want yeah <laughs> but you still have to like successfully block the attack whereas denial griffin is just like i'm shutting that shit down it's yeah. gone yeah you know like i think yeah like the best comparison would probably be like g guards right mm -hmm. like g guards are incredibly powerful uh they have tons of utility but also they existed in an extra deck where it doesn't affect your deck building. Mm -hmm. They least, weren't always that powerful, though. Only for the first wave. Those yeah, like the first wave just was like just like... 5K. Yeah, condition equals plus 5k shield. Yeah. That was just Which, a 5 selection, yeah. Yeah, but that was like the first wave of G-Guards, right? Like, Blitz Orders still feel like they're doing that, even mm -hmm. though we're 10 sets into the game now. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, we've gotten, like, a large variety of very interesting, like, normal and set orders. Like I said, I think the Craycross ones are some of the most interesting. Like, they do a lot for, like, the decks that they're a part of. 
I hate that they're promos because of how impactful they are, but like uh, the Roroa one where it like buffs all of your token, all your back row tokens by 5k. So, you know, because the deck is revolving around having the Momo K token and all the plant tokens, they're like, all right, you get everything really big. Uh, the Thagreya order where Persona riding is becomes plus 15k and you draw two cards is another one that's like, I see Thagreya less running it and it's important for them to just get all that power and advantage. Uh, as far as like crossing over outside of like the decks where it's either specifically designed for it or the deck revolves around orders, I feel like it hasn't happened as much, I think, because of the nature of Vanguard where you need bodies on the board to deal damage. Mm -hmm. Like people would r rather cut orders if they can. I know that's my first instinct in deck building is like, how can I minimize orders that I have to play? Um, Mm -hmm. But there are a couple that have crossed over out of the deck, so like Stoke is a good example. Spiritual Body Condensation is a very good, just generic card. Mm -hmm. uh, for Set 10 in Japan right now, Gandiva is using Best Harvest, which was originally designed for Eugene, uh, but uh, yeah. Gandiva does it better because Gandiva is just kind of better Eugene. Best Harvest is for the people. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Poor Eugene. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's uh, but like it's because it's such a generic effect, right? Every time you mm -hmm. kill something, draw one. That's yep. pretty easy to do. Um, you know, it's not yeah. done by like, all right, if mm -hmm. you if your vanguard's Eugene, draw one, or like if you retired something by resting things, draw no, just draw yeah. one for everything <laughs> killed. Yeah, uh. I, I do think, like, some of the orders can still be pretty weak. Like, one of the orders in set 10 was just, like, Cower Blast 1. Like, choose a column, retire all rear guards in that column, and it's like, that one's okay, but I don't think you want to dedicate space to that, or you would rather that was, like, a rear guard you could call, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think, like, the best example of decks where it's like, well, you're just not gonna play in order if you don't have to, are things like the Stride decks, Chrono Jet and Messiah, just don't do it. Yeah. Get the crest and we're done. We're done here. Uh, yeah. And the crest is like a different mechanic, right? Yeah. It's not even in the deck. It's just. Yeah. The thing. Uh, you know, like Overlord and Minerva are another one that's just like, well, we don't have an order that like it feels super important in the deck. So we're just not going to play them. So in that sense, I feel like orders are not successful. Just that they don't always make orders that feel like. Oh, I have to play this, which is probably fine. I don't think you want to be forced into deck building with orders necessarily, unless that's like the point of your deck, right? But I, I, I think like at least having the orders be like a an option, mm -hmm. and not just be like, oh well, if you're not playing the deck, it's like if you can just simply ignore it. It's also kind of awkward. Yeah. That's kind of where I am, too. Is like I'd like for them to make more impactful orders that feel like they would matter if you chose to play them. Uh, I liked what they were doing with the Grail. I think that's one of them, where it's just like, you know, if you have the space for it, and oftentimes you do have space, because a lot of decks, you, if you're just playing like four of everything, you end up in a position where you're just like, oh, I have one extra slot. Just put yeah. the Grail in there. Yeah. So that's... A so that's a good one. I think that's interesting. 
Like, Sanctitude obviously is a very successful example of a Blitz Order because it is just that powerful, but also, like I said, it doesn't impact your deck building at all. It just replaces one of your existing PGs. Mm -hmm. um, I think the other thing to, to, you know, be mindful of is that Orders can only be played once per turn, right? Yep. True. So for things like in Brantgate where the whole nation kind of revolves around that mechanic, a lot of them are like, put them in the order zone mm -hmm. and like operate it later or whatever. Yeah. Um, not all of them are just like, you're hoping to play an order per turn. Put all the, put two meteors in there and then yep. get rid of them and then they activate or whatever. Yeah. Um, and even Zorga, like, Alchemagic is a, cheating it a little bit because you're combining it with an order in the drop zone. Right. And so milling your orders is important. So I think Bouchard's decision to um, have orders be a strict once per turn uh, for, like allows them to kind of make more broken orders by themselves because you mm -hmm. can only play once per turn. Um, but at the same time, it kind of, you know puts him in a corner a little bit, because then you're like, well, I have the cup, but I also have the Lukier order that I need to make my fourth attack, so that yeah. sucks. No cup for me. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why the cup mostly just ends up in decks that aren't playing any other orders. Mm -hmm. Or that where you, like, desperately need to resolve your Persona ride. Right. Uh, right. Magnolia and such. Uh <laughs> Avant-Guardia, except Avant-Guardia is a Brandgate deck, so it also yes. needs to play its set orders. How many, does it, does it, how many does it need? It needs, like, several, right? Uh, no. Avant-Guardia? Uh, you, only, you only use one at a time. Uh, oh, most okay. decks I see play, like, five or six orders. That's okay. Um, for Brandgate, just pu like putting them in the zone by an effect, that's not playing an order. No, that's not playing it. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of Brandgate decks are designed to just bypass it, and then now they've just made a card that lets you play two orders. Yeah, that's pretty funny. They're like, you yeah. know what? We're sorry. Uh I, I don't think that's the first time that's happened. Uh, I know Willista had a card that let you play two orders, but Willista is bad. Mm -hmm. Like, hilariously so. Uh, but what do you think they could do to, like, fix Brit uh, Blitz orders? Uh, make more impactful ones. Oh yeah, obviously. Like, how okay, would you I'm, design? I know, I know. The advice to this is literally just get good. But yeah, like... but also, uh, I think part of the problem with blitz orders too is that they only work on your opponent's turn, right? Mm. Like, it doesn't offer you much value on your turn in a game where the battle phase is arguably the most important. Right. So, what's interesting is this: is Weiss has kind of a similar idea to blitz orders called counters. Mm -hmm. And usually, like, if something has, like, a counter ability, you can use it during the, uh, uh, during the, like, a guard step. But if it's a, an event, and events have counter, then you can actually activate those events on your own turn. Okay. In addition to, like, their normal, um, like, uh, their, their normal timing of, like, during the, the counter step. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I thought it was interesting that uh, Vanguard did not allow that. Yeah. yeah. I remember when I was like first looking at set order, or blitz orders, and I didn't think about the rules behind 
those orders like oh this could be like interesting if you could play it during the battle phase and then you realize like oh wait no this only works on your opponent's turn mm-hmm. so i think even like really good blitz orders like the one for tama euro where it was like soul blast 2 minus 10 kg to your front to your opponent's front row uh you don't play that anymore like as soon as they found a reason to get rid of it we did yeah um, I think, so, like, in Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, quick play spells can be played anytime during your turn in any phase, or they can be played on your opponent's turn if you set them, like a trap card. Yeah. Um, so, I imagine if they were, like, if from the beginning they were like, alright, Blitz Orders work during just the battle phase, but either mm-hmm. battle phase. Then you could maybe design that in some way where then you go, okay, so I use the, the Flagbird one that gives them 20k, um, mm-hmm. and that might be a little, a little crazy, but then there's still that thing of, like, would I rather have the plus 20k to my Vanguard, or would I rather have another rear guard to yeah. do stuff with? Um, as long as they kept it to power, I feel like it would be pretty easy to design with. I don't think... Mm-hmm. We're we're still probably kind of a ways off from blitz orders that you know make either call things or get you advantage in some way. Um, mm-hmm. Most of it's just like pay a cost, do something to power. Yeah, right. plus five k drink. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I I think you know I can't I don't have a time machine. But mm-hmm. um, going forward in the future, you could always be like, either get good at this or make a new type of blizzard. <laughs> yeah, not this again. <laughs> I think if, if the, I think a lot another problem too is like you know you think about like a blitz order existing if it were like when this like call a unit back and then like that unit might die at the end of turn or whatever, but like mm-hmm. maybe and give your mm-hmm. vanguard some power or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, if that unit had an effect, like, on play, it could do something, right? And that'd be pretty cool. But a lot of cards are so carefully worded, whether it's just, like, they'll just be like, oh, well, this can only do when played from hand during your turn. And you're like, all right, I guess. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Thanks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And if it was, like, if it weren't necessarily like that, then you could kind of, um, uh, you could have orders like that where you can kind of get extra value where mm-hmm. you otherwise might not be able to. Yeah. It would be kind of neat if they did that and like, yeah, maybe it was kind of uh, whatever in D where mm-hmm. it's like, all right, for Dark States, you, you Vanguard gets plus 10k for the battle, soul charge and call something out of soul. Whatever, right? Mm-hmm. That seems kind of whatever in D because everything's so carefully worded, like you said, but in, in uh, Premium, you would then have like crazy shit going on with Pale Moon and Darker Regulars and stuff like that. I think that makes the the game deeper in that way, and that would be defensive power creep, which is something that we're fans of on this show. Yes. Um, I mean, it would just be... It's just, like, this cool thing. I mean, it could be really messed up, and you might... Like, it, it could have really bad implications in, in, in uh, premium, but, you know, it's an interesting thing that, like, uh, just because of how carefully, like, modern cards are worded, it's just, like, not not really gonna have problems at least in d probably mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is the format they clearly focus on the most yeah they could also do like they did this a lot more in v and d it's trying like it'll happen every now and again but not nearly as often which is uh 
one effect is gated behind two costs that have like two parts to them. So you can be like, all right, play the card. Vanguard gets plus 10k. Then you can, you know, discard a card and retire the attacking unit or something. Or like, mm-hmm. you get the you get some kind of benefit no matter what. But mm-hmm. also you can get the next like tier um, of actual card advantage by doing that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the thing. I don't know if I want to go too deep into this topic necessarily because we haven't gotten the new Laurel Narrow yet, but the thing that got me thinking about how little Blitz orders get used was I was also noticing that Bushiroad has not been printing as many guard restricts recently. Mm. And I do feel like that's a despine space that, like, they're not using as much anymore. Like, it's not like it's gone entirely. There are still some cards that have it. Like, the most recent prison card has a battle door effect. Chronojet kind of has it incidentally, but, like, since Laurel Narrow in, like, set one lyrical, they haven't really made any decks that, like, focus on having a guard restrict, right? Yeah, and now they're all restanding and gaining crits for no reason. Yeah. yeah. Like, set, set 10 is all, like, restanding, gaining crits. Even cards that, like, didn't need to have it, like Leonorn. Like, I felt like a natural progression would for Leonorn would have been to get a guard restrict, right? Because the whole thing is like boosting with your whole back row, making her big huge. Yeah. And like the original one got a triple drive. So to me, like a natural next step was always like getting some sort of guard restrict. So that idea of like boosting all of your rear guards on one unit like meant something. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because it's kind of annoying. Like losing to a guard restrict is very frustrating. Yeah. Um, but, that, but like that's why I'm thinking like yeah. you know if Blitz like I think it has like in a way limited their design where like because Blitz orders would be the natural counterplay to that because they don't go to the guard circle mm-hmm. like if Blitz orders were more impactful like guard restricts wouldn't feel as oppressive in the same way that like in premium you can always use G guards to bypass a guard restrict you know except for the ones that restrict G guards yeah um, <laughs> this is Cody of Alternate History Hub. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I that is like a you know an implication that I didn't think of because uh, the like part of the reason people are in Sanctitude and especially in Premium, not just because of Strides, mm-hmm. it's because a lot of decks do have Guard Restrict, and the it being in order just gets around that. Yeah. It, like the it being free is incidental. You were gonna run a sentinel no matter what. Um, yeah, but the them but being I mean, able like, to go, all right, only one sentinel on Garter's circle per turn, gold paladin. You're like, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, although like it being free and premium, basically all the time is also very important. Oh no, it's very nice. I'm saying that people would probably still run it, like, yeah. No uh, even if it was just a regular ass PG, but mm-hmm. just goes to the order zone instead of the guard circle. But yeah, like I feel like I didn't. We'll see what the new Laurel Narrow does next week, but like it does feel weird that like guard. They had a couple of them. Like obviously, I think the last one where like guard restrict was really a focus of the card was probably Flag. Uh, Laurel Narrow and Flagberg are the two I think of. Because Flagberg has the triple door, and then Laurel Narrow has the Sentinel Restrict, but, like, 
there are a bunch of decks where I feel like that could have been a direction to take it, and they just haven't. So, like, Bob Sagra is one where, because Trick Moon gets you big huge, you think at some point she'd get a guard restrict, or, like, a new maybe a new arms card that gives her that, but, like, nope, that's not a thing. Uh, you know, like I said, with Leonorn, and to an extent, uh, what's her name? Astroya. Like, a similar thing where, like, the Mask Astroya just, like, restands a dude now even though that wasn't really part of the original design, where it was, like, gaining power or crit drive. <laughs> and, again, that's another one where it feels like some sort of Sentinel Restrict would probably be, like, the natural step for something that, like, made itself very big and impactful, but, like, it doesn't. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, always had restanding career guards, so I'm not gonna count Jadruled for this one. So, is this like a recommendation? Uh, dear Boucherode, please make Blitz orders not suck. And then, I mean, uh, like, sort of, because yeah. I was just like, that can that might still be a future discussion of just like, should guard restricts be a thing in D? Because they're like Horrible. not too prominent right now. Yeah, and it's just like, if, and I'm realizing like the frustrating thing about that is like the lack of defensive power in D. Meaning, like, if you can't call a Sentinel against an opponent's, like, 43k crit vanguard, that's just really annoying. Because even if you have the crit deals, which, you know, are kind of useful as of set 10, you're just feeling really bad, right? Yeah. Uh, so, like, Blitz Orders would have been a nice, like, counterplay to that in the same way G-Guards are, but they all suck, and nobody plays them except for Sanctitude. And can... Like, does having exactly one card that counters guard restrict really count as, like, counterplay? No. When everyone's super, no one is. Like, if mm -hmm. everyone's got it, then that doesn't, that's not something you sat down and went, okay, th I, this is coming for me at the next tournament. Yeah. I better put in Sanctitude. That was going in no matter what the, the meta was yeah. doing. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's why, like, guard restrict isn't as prominent anymore. Like, we have one or two cards occasionally that have it, but, like, nothing really has focused on it recently, even though you would think that they would, just based on how they play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, it almost all, almost all of it seems incidental. Like, the, mm -hmm. um, like, a break, the pineapple-looking cat in Storykea. Yeah. Cares more about the plus 10k it gets when something in the same column as it swings mm -hmm. than it does about the guard restrict. Um, yeah. It's a random silver bullet against Youth Burke, but for the most part, you're like, I just like that it's hitting for 25k. I, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> but cool. No, uh, no ones, I guess. Uh, oh, you're doing, doing your, uh, doing, <laughs> doing Sanctitude? Fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, Sanctitude itself was like a design choice made to counter grade fours with its like free conditions. Mm -hmm. And it just so happened that you're like, yeah, you know, whatever. We'll just have it in everything, even in metas where grade fours don't matter, which is not the current meta, but you know, that existed at one point. You still kind of keep it around just in case somebody drops it on you, you know? Yeah. Like in case the, you know, Nirvana Mahar shows up, you're like, oh, cool, cool. This is nice. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. obviously, it's good again now because of Chrono Jet, mm -hmm. but, like... So, yeah. Uh, does anyone else have anything 
anything to say about uh, orders? Uh, would appreciate if uh, mm-hmm. if they did some more with blitz orders, but I don't think they've like catastrophically messed it up. So I mean, the fact that there's only one blitz order that you use, and you use it because it doesn't significantly impact your deck building, I think is considered a failure. It's wasted potential in that I forgot to invest in Apple in 1987 and not wasted potential <laughs> in my, my kid didn't make it out of college. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, Matt, did you have anything? No, I mean, I pretty much said uh, mm-hmm. what I kind of thought the most on the orders and otherwise I think Rupert's kind of got it down. Okay. Um, so I guess to the listener, how a year in, I think it's about been about a year since mm-hmm. that original episode. What do you think of orders? Were they done well? How would you improve blitz orders? Leave that all in the comments uh, or uh, tweet us at Nexus at night. Um, Patreon.com slash Nexus at night if you want to help support us. That's super helpful right now. Um, and then we got merch. We got play mats. How about the rest of us? You can find me on Twitter at Wiggums, two Gs, two Zs. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. Find me at Atlas Novak, uh, Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok, or you can follow my other podcast at Generation Dan. A new episode is dropping today. In that one, we're talking about physical comedy and whether it's a scam or not. Dino's words, not mine. Um, so, yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody.